Hey everybody, welcome to Frank Bible Truth. I'm excited that you've decided to join us. Let me be frank with you. Today I want to discuss another question that I often get asked, and, and it's a question that's critical to our faith. It's actually a question of what is faith? It comes particularly from people who are new in their faith. There are a lot of variations, but the question is essentially this. If I have faith, why do I still have so much doubt? Does that mean I really wasn't saved? I'm worried that it didn't take. And I tell them the very fact that they're concerned about it means it took. Otherwise, they wouldn't be concerned about it. The concern that they express is evidence of the Spirit of God now residing in them. They want to be saved. They want assurance of their salvation. Their conflict reflects the very fact that their heart has changed. But a new believer in Jesus is a lot like being pregnant. I've never actually been pregnant, but I've taken care of a lot of women who were, and I've experienced that joy in my life with my wife several times. My wife knew that there was a new life within her before she ever took a pregnancy test. She knew that something was different inside of her long before she even started showing. New believers are like that. They know there's new life inside of them. They know they're changed, but they haven't started showing yet. This new spiritual life in them will have to grow before others are going to see the change that they know already exists. In many ways, they're still struggling with their sins. They're still living the same way they lived before believing in Jesus. But while they don't look any different to their friends or family, here's what's changed. Their heart. The desire of their heart is to do what God wants. They're still infants in their faith, and they have a lot of growing to do and a lot of changing to do. But the evidence of their salvation, evidence that it took, is that their heart has changed. And they'll spend the rest of their lives aligning their heart with God's heart. Maturing in Christ is having enough faith to let Jesus gradually stomp out your doubts. So what are we to do with doubt? I've never met a believer in Jesus Christ who did not have doubt. In fact, and this may shock you, you can't have faith unless you also have doubt. Doubt is required for faith. The scriptures tell us in Hebrews 11, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith is being sure of something that you hope for, being sure of what you've not seen. In other words, it's being so sure of a promise that you treat it as if it's a certainty. We say it's as good as done. So how does this apply to our relationship with Jesus? Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He made the promise that on the day of judgment, when God demands that all sins are punished, that we who put our faith and trust in him will avoid the wrath of God for our sins. Jesus said, I paid the price for your sins, and on the day the debt is due, it will already have been paid. You deserve death. It is your punishment for your sin of rebellion. But I've already died and overcame death for you. When your time comes to stand in the full wrath of God for all your sins, Jesus says, I promise I'll be your substitute. And in order to seal that promise and assure you of its truth, I'll give you my Holy Spirit right now, the moment you believe, so you'll know. Ephesians 1 verse 13 says this, In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance, 
with a view to the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of his glory. So the Holy Spirit is the gift given to us as a down payment, in a sense, for a future promise. But, but how can we be sure? How can we know for sure that Jesus will keep his promise? Well, you don't. On this side of eternity, you can't be 100% certain. If you somehow had certainty, you wouldn't need faith. Remember, we're saved by faith, and faith is believing of that which we're not certain. Believing in faith requires that you have some doubt. God chose not to give us certainty on this side of eternity. He said we have to believe in Jesus in faith based on what he's shown us. He said that we have all that we need to know God, to know about Jesus, to understand our fallen condition, and to know that we can put our faith in God, that he's trustworthy, and we can trust Jesus' promise. God revealed that he's faithful, and he revealed it often enough that we should trust him. When we believe and finally meet Jesus face to face, we'll no longer have faith in him. We'll be certain. But until that day, we must walk in faith and continue to wrestle with doubt. Doubt is a normal part of the Christian faith. As you see God repetitively keep his promises in your life, when you see his truth and scripture lived out in your life, and when you experience his presence in your life, your doubt shrinks and you begin to grow in your faith. Spiritual maturity is really the process of surrendering your doubt and letting God fill that space with faith. The more time we spend in God's word and in prayer, the more we grow in faith. Paul told the Romans in Romans 10:17, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. We base our faith on the historical documents that we call the Bible, the Word of God. The more we understand God's story and God's truth, the more we know his heart. Your doubt is necessary for your faith. Don't hide it. Embrace it. Ask God to help your unbelief. Get comfortable being uncomfortable, knowing that as you grow in Christ, that seed of life within you will begin to show to everyone you'll begin to become so pregnant in the spirit that no one can deny that you're changing. Join me in the next video as we discuss what happens when you study God's word and discover something that you never expected.